0: Amazon is hiring near you, looking for team members who know that their work is important and that every package matters. Find a job that fits your life with competitive wages, reliable hours, and benefits. Let's work together, from boxing it up to sending it on its way. Every step offers a different role and schedule. So, are you ready to work together in your community? Visit Amazon.com apply to see what's available. That's Amazon.com apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Amazon is hiring near you, looking for team members who know that their work is important and that every package matters. Find a job that fits your life with competitive wages, reliable hours, and benefits. Let's work together from boxing it up to sending it on its way. Every step offers a different role and schedule. So are you ready to work together in your community? Visit amazon.com apply to see what's available. That's amazon.com apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.
1: Welcome to the Talking Single Podcast, a podcast featuring four strong, single and successful women. Raised in Lagos, now living in London. Each week, we share our stories and experiences about being women, navigating life, love and everything in between. We address stereotypes, misconceptions and even bust myths about singlehood. Oh, and we do all of that with a good dose of humour and a whole lot of style. I'm Rashida, single and ready to mingle, and I'll be this week's host. Joining me are the other Talking Single ladies, Crystal, the recovering love addict, now happily single. Keisha, the consciously uncoupled unromantic, wondering what the fuss is all about. Rebi, the cautious romantic, balancing life on her own terms. Our podcast is called Talking Single simply because it's what we do and who we are. Enjoy.
2: From the dawn of time, women have been constantly judged. We've endured centuries of being regarded as the less intellectually capable gender, deemed the weaker one because it was believed we had smaller brains. The knowledge has thankfully moved beyond this, but there are other myths and concep- misconceptions still very much around today. It's 2020 and it's mind-boggling the number of these myths. Lots of them have been peddled and reinforced daily about women about single women, married women, career women, stay at home moms, boss ladies, super women, et Each day for us is a constant battle against this never ending prejudices. I'm Rashida, I'm your host for today, and I will be chatting with my girls about this myth and misconceptions. Hello ladies, how are you? Hey. Are Hello you- everyone. Hello, hey
3: guys.
2: How are you guys doing? What's, how's your week been? yeah good 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 lockdown 201
3: uh day how many days is it now day three mm.
2: day three. are you guys still holding on to your sanity so far so good i know i'm holding on to a lot of wine that's for sure
3: <laughs> i'm i'm holding on to a lot of food i'm just eating my feelings right now
2: Gosh. Ribby, what you need to do is when you take your bottles of wine out for recycling, don't take them all at once. <laughs> they just take like, one bottle each day. My
4: okay. neighbours already know that I drink a lot, so okay. it's too late. <laughs> okay, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it out of in. the bag. They, they know. Keisha, how are
5: you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I think. Yeah, I'm bored, but I'm good.
2: Oh, okay. So what are we going to do about the boredom? <sniffs>
4: oh that good
0: okay <laughs> you can do your walk
4: you can do use your one hour to go for very long walks
5: no 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 there's unlimited exercise this time around so i do walk but it's very cold the weather doesn't but agree you, with you're probably
2: going to walk from like Stratham to newcastle i'm back
5: <laughs> i will try <laughs> I've actually done that walk before, you know, from um, east to west of the country. I think it was from, I can't remember where we started, and we ended up in Newcastle. It was a very, it took us like almost three days. Yeah. Wow. We were walking.
3: Where did, did you walking. shower?
5: No, we, st- uh, we booked hotels along the way, so we booked two hotels along the way.
3: That's nice. That's actually nice.
5: It was a lovely summer weekend, actually. It was really good. We enjoyed it. And then we ended walking. it. We ended it by yeah. We ended it by watching a movie on the last day. And because I was with a friend, if, obviously, if you get tired, you can just take a cab to the hotel. It's not that big of a deal, which I think we did once. But otherwise, we just walked right across. Mm. It is
0: walking. Okay. Yeah.
2: Anyway, that's very <laughs> good. We digress. I can. I'm not sure I can undertake such a walk, but okay. Anyway, let's dive right in. So I have written a list of different um, misconceptions. I'm sure you guys have heard some sort of variation of them. So I'm just going to read them out. Don't roll your eyes, don't hiss, or any of those things. So first is, why are you not married? Is it because you're picky?
1: Hmm.
2: You're so picky. Rolling my eyes to the back of my head. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, then I'll read two scenarios. The first one is, I want to buy a Range Rover. And the response would be, "Uh, Rashida, don't do that. You're going to intimidate any man that wants to talk to you. The man needs to step up. (coughs) Second one is, oh, I got a pay rise and promotion and we can finally buy our detached home in Surrey. And the response would be, "Uh, Keisha, you can't do that. You emasculate your husband. You know he earns half of what you do. You can't be the head of the home. It's a man's job.
5: Oh lord, so that's the non existent husband that my friend is supporting over me.
2: The husband is not even there, me, it's I'm not here. you, it's not your Keisha. This is like Keisha, Keisha that lives in Dagenham. Okay, okay. it has to, to be Dagenham Keisha, yeah. Keisha Williams. <laughs> yeah, or oh, sex on the first date means you're a the man will never respect you. Hmm.
3: Well, yeah, we just had sex. So you don't have to respect me, just keep it moving, mate. Yeah,
4: yeah. Get out of my house. <laughs> I did not I did not I did not have yeah, sex with you for you. respect. I it have sex you with pres- you for sex.
2: It was <laughs> you <laughs> exactly and Ruby last episode that you guys were like, you do the smash and go. Was this smash yeah, and go? Yeah. Smash yeah. and go. So we don't need your respect. We just want to smash and open the, the door. Be moving and in. In. Yeah. Or you've had sex with more than X number of men, you're a hoe, your body count is too high. Who's counting? I don't know. Some people do count. Or the last one is your... You come and
5: do survey then if they need to count and then publish the um, results in the ONS. That's <laughs> the
4: Office of National Statistics.
5: I think you should be more clear
4: is this satisfying me? Because I have a broad frame of reference. So... And you, exactly, modeling, you know? and you're just
2: doing as in your you have needs, you're satisfying those needs, and you shouldn't be shamed for satisfying the needs exactly, yeah, or you're over single and thirty, your life is over, you're over thirty and single, yeah, and they' like, oh,
3: she's, yeah, she's, she's. I mean, I'm living my best life, so I don't know what you're talking
4: about, do you know, <laughs> like I said. When I look back on my 20s and I'm like, hey, yeah, poor girl. Eh? you know, uh, done so many other uh, things. <laughs> <Do> you know. <laughs> oh.
2: But I guess, I mean, there's so many different misconceptions. So I think we should just dive right into the ones that I feel affect, like, single, successful women. And who better to have this sort of discussion? We're all single, successful, amazing women. Mm-hmm. Yes, baby. Yes, mm-hmm. baby. So I was, I mean, I've been looking around, I did a bit of research. Google was my best friend while prepping for this episode. And there's so many things as like single women that I feel I didn't realize was universal. So just as I did earlier on, I'm just going to read some of the um, common things. And it was mind bending. So people somehow think that single successful women have only one agenda. We, all we want to do is find a man, get married, and sail into the sunset. And we're miserable and unhappy. And I feel like what that ends up being is every person you know is trying to set you up with a male object, whether it's a man or dog or donkey or a cow, anything, as long as it's a man and is single. And they're like, Rashida is my friend, she's single, she's a girl. And they just set you up with that, which sometimes gets tiring or you get the stuff like, Oh, you're too focused on your career. You're too independent. You're too opinionated. Men will be afraid of you. And also that comes with, Oh, if you're doing well in your career, then you'd be like, Oh, well you can't flaunt your lifestyle. You can not buy the things you want to buy. Just like the earlier, um, comment of the BMW or buying a nice Range Rover and like, Oh, you're going to emasculate your partner or men would be too afraid to talk to you. Um, what i don't understand is i guess the first thing i'll throw out to you um, guys is i don't understand why people cannot believe that women who are single and not dating or don't have partners cannot be happy and fulfilled um i guess
3: i guess it's like it's almost how do i explain this you're so different and you're supposed to get married like why wouldn't you get married and you're single and it's just like it's it almost seems like people think it's not right you shouldn't be happy you're not married you don't have kids how can you feel fulfilled how can you be happy and um yeah i just there was a there was a an article in the guardian um, a few years back where this guy was stating that single people with no kids are actually happier than married people
2: You don't have to and three fees
3: and oh my god loads of people wrote into him and were like how dare you say that um uh, married married people are not happy how dare you say single people are happy and he's like i'm not saying that married people are not happy but i have records to prove that single people are actually happier and people just could not get that yeah so Yeah, Yeah, I guess it just feels strange at the moment. So I have a
2: story about that, actually. So last year, I go on this amazing trip. And it was a trip to Miami and a Caribbean cruise. So, of course, I was taking pictures and sending it to my family group chat. And one of the pictures, I sent it. And I then got a response saying, oh, why are you going on holiday? You're going on holiday with all your single friends. You think spinsterhood. Is the way forward? Why don't you sit down at home and think about your life? It's time for you to get married and have kids. Wow. And that hurt my feelings so much. Because it came from somebody I love so much. And it hurt me so badly. And when I got back from the trip, I had to have a conversation saying, well, number one, my dating life is off limits for everyone. And number two is I'm having a good time. Just be okay and be happy that I'm having a good time. I'm not sitting at home. I'm not miserable. I'm not depressed. I'm not any of all of those things. So, yeah.
4: Yeah. I can so relate. You know, I think that there is this perception. it's, It's what we started off by saying, this perception about what is the role of a woman? What is the role of a woman, considering where we come from? It is, you grow up, you get a good job, but it's all in preparation for getting married and having kids. That just seems to be all we are supposed to do and so when you don't when you're not doing that when people don't see you doing that they're like ah something's got to be wrong and actually it's got to be something wrong with the choices that you make or how you live your life and that is the frustrating thing about it because there's no reason why you cannot be single for no reason at all just because it is what it is that's your choice Mm -hmm. and you are you want to do things your way there's nothing wrong with that and it's just so difficult for people to understand i can't tell you how many times like i typically start the conversation with my with my mom who i love to bits but she's like your typical nigerian mom says you know my group prayed for you again today. I'm like, Amen. Yeah. I
2: add my name to the prayer
4: room. <laughs> <laughs> I need to pray for other things. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I hope you're praying for my success at work, that I'm I healthy know. and happy, that you know, that I'm safe exactly. and secure. I hope that's what you're praying for.
0: Mm. You know,
4: if it's about, you know, obviously she's my mom. I don't want to say if you're praying for me to find a partner. Well, by all means, but don't tell me this. I don't really want to know because I'm mm. fine. I'm actually happy. Um. It's just a a weird one that I honestly don't understand, but you you see it a lot.
3: Yeah, Yeah, it's like we're an anomaly, like single people, especially at a certain age. It's like, ooh, we've never experienced this many single people in their 30s and 40s before. So it's like, ah, this is
4: so weird. Yeah. Yeah, Especially no, when you're not divorced and you don't have kids. I have kids, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That is like a unicorn. A unicorn. <laughs> uh,
3: you, we are, we are unicorns. Yeah.
2: And the first question sometimes is, "Oh, what's wrong with her?" Yeah. Mm. Well, how yeah, do you I answer mean, that question, or or why are you single? What? How do you answer that question, as in, without actually wanting to flick the person in the face?
5: Yeah. I mean, I, the approach I have for answering that question is really throwing it back to them and saying, "Is there anyone around you that you think I could date or marry?" and if that's the case, you've not introduced me to them. So it makes them go back and sit down and actually think of the people around or whether they'd like me to be involved with that person, because sometimes people don't understand why being single is sometimes preferable um, than settling for something that won't necessarily mm-hmm. make you happy because if you're happy. Being single, why compromise that being with somebody who doesn't make you happy? And I think sometimes people don't understand that sometimes it's, um, it might not necessarily be a conscious choice, but a preferred choice.
2: Yeah. But your approach of um, sending it back to the person like, is there anybody else that you think I can or should date in your circle? Doesn't that feel that need for married or for your family or whoever to always think oh god i'm good i'm going i know this amazing guy i'm going to introduce keisha to the person without them even thinking oh well keisha is quiet but this guy is so loud and arrogant and all of those things they just keep throwing all these people your way and that gets exhausting
5: well, to be fair, I've not had the experience where they throw random people my way. I've had the opposite. There's just not that many people around to throw at me. Can and we I swap friends and
2: families then? Pardon? Can we swap friends and families? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, they honestly
5: don't throw that many people my way. And uh, honestly, what I do tell them that I, I prefer you don't divulge so much information to the person you're throwing your away because sometimes I like the um interaction of getting to know somebody new i mean we're all people at the end of the day just because you're introducing me to someone doesn't necessarily mean that that's the person i'll end up with so i consider it like sort of a journey you know have mm. a couple of discussions and you
2: know, be I'll be opposite. i have a list of questions when someone comes to me and says, oh rashida i know somebody my first response is do you know the person very well yes or no if, they, if they, they're they not very friendly with the person, I'm like, go and make friends with the person, talk to the person for two weeks. And after two weeks, come back and let me know what you think. Because sometimes after they talk to the person for two weeks, they're like, this is no good fit for Rashida. And that saves me a wealth of headache.
5: I find that really interesting. I I, I, I don't know, I, I, maybe because I just like talking to random people. So yeah. bring the person. Let's have a chat.
4: Yeah, Possibly, thank you. Okay. Well, if here's I what know. happened? I yeah, get rid of you. Is <laughs> what happened to me recently? This was probably about I don't know three weeks ago. Um, and this was. Were we actually, just hearing about it now on the episode? <laughs> I don't <laughs> know a, you anymore. A are we It's a non-starter. So this okay. was um, I was talking to um one of the teams at one of the, my team lead at church, and she then said we finished talking about church stuff, and then she says, "Oh, by the way." You know, um, there's this guy that I think really likes you. Mm. And I'm like, oh, really? And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to introduce you guys if that's okay. And I said, well, if this guy really likes me, then he can tell me himself. Maybe he um, was shy, though. Then I don't want to know for you. If you cannot connect directly and you need to go through a middle person, then I really don't want to know. Or maybe
2: he you. was keeping it holy and Christian-like.
3: yeah. I was about to, de- to say sorry. Isn't that like a church thing? Like guys don't like to approach.
4: It's really... well, I'm sorry. That's not me. Because because my view was, I really didn't know whether this is the thing. You, I some you just don't know whether truly, truly, it is the guy that is initiating, or it is somebody trying to do a, a matchup yeah. so yes. my view was you know what if somebody really likes me that's brilliant i actually don't know who this person is i don't know his personality i don't know anything about him if i don't know anything about him how can he know something about me enough to say that he likes me so for you your tall chocolate Freeman was like ooh, i must have some of that i am more than this you know beautiful amazing shell you know i'm more yeah. than you know the external so he, he yep. so for me it was more like if he if he if somebody really does like me then let him approach me. I'm not 20, for crying out loud, and neither is he. So if you want to approach somebody, you can get a number, you can reach out. I'm not a bite. And that was how that disappeared, completely just ended. I said to her, wow. Look, if he's interested, he's, he's more than welcome to reach out to me out. and yeah. say hello. And, and honestly, it just ended. And that just told me that that was like a forced match. Yeah, Before like I know they've gone to, to the change. guy and said exactly the same thing. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs>
2: And I guess that comes, your response obviously comes with age. And as we've grown older, we're more mature and more mm-hmm. confident in ourselves and our, cho- and our decisions and choices and life. So you know what you want and you will not settle for less. And I guess that leads me to the next part as, in, as successful women where you have your own home, you can go on holiday when you want to. And there's this idea of you not being able to flaunt your um, life or live your life or live your best life the way you want to with the eye because people are worried that oh well if the guy doesn't have a the house then he might not be able to talk to you or if you drive a Range Rover and he only drives a Kia Picanto you just be like oh, I can't step up to her and all of those things and there's this idea that women sometimes you have to fold yourself into a smaller shape smaller shape smaller size to kind of find and keep your man. And I'm just wondering, is this a cultural thing? Is it an African thing, is it a black thing? Is it just a woman thing as in, I don't know. Keisha? Um, I
5: I used to think it was a cultural thing, but I guess I've lived in the UK long enough to realize it actually isn't. Um, I think it might even be a basic instinct for people to um, get married and um you know breeds or have kids or whatever i think i think what what's happened is that the world has changed slightly and you don't need to marry so early anymore so i think the circumstance goes across cultures i think it's just it's just a, a human need but what is sort of, i think is sort of slightly different in the modern world is it's no longer a necessity you don't actually need them partner or children to navigate life or, you know, yeah, I think Well,
2: I guess the point, the question, what I was trying to understand is, well, there's this idea where a man can, if he wants to buy a 2020 Range Rover, he can do it and he just somewhat becomes more attractive to women. But for women in certain circles, if you buy or if you're thinking of buying the 2020 Range Rover, there's certain people instead of saying, well done, I'm so happy that you're successful enough to buy it. The first response is, oh, you're going to chase eligible men away. How do we challenge this sort of, in my opinion, backward thinking, this old time sort of uh,
4: myth? What do you think I think it's cultural. I think it, I'll tell you why I think it's cultural. So, you know, obviously I've dated, um, Black guys, I've dated guys that are not black. And what I noticed is with, the, with a black guy, when I, mean, I drive a nice car, right? I drive a very nice car. And I, and I noticed when the, where the guy does not have a car, you know, there are some comments about, hmm, especially when we, we meet initially. When we meet initially, we're meeting somewhere and I'm driving and he's taking a bus or the train or whatever. Or oh, it's card. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, okay. I don't even have a car so let me not even shame the oyster card. There's nothing wrong with that. For me, it doesn't really matter, right? It shouldn't really yeah. matter. But you know, you can hear a comment about, mm, so this is how you are rolling. Interesting. Uh, then let me bring my A game, or let me also step up and stuff. And then you start to hear these kind of comments, or later on you hear just because you do this or just because you have that doesn't mean that you can tell me this or you can do that. You start tell to hear me. those kind of comments. Where do you respond to that, Ben? Well, what it tells me is that that's not where I want to be. It's not even about responding because that's their mindset. So why would I want to stay in that kind of situation? I I don't want to be in that situation. And I think for me, the point is when you meet someone who is, and again, I don't want to generalize, but my experience has been with guys that are are white, they couldn't care less whether you drive a BMW or a whatever. They, they They don't associate what you have with who you are. That has been my experience. It doesn't mean that they're perfect but they don't associate, you know, what you have with who you are and it doesn't and therefore affect them. So they, they separate it. But I think in a lot of instances, the black guys I have seen, and again, I don't want to make this a race thing, but the black guys I see seem to feel like what they own and what they have is part of what makes them a man. Mm -hmm. that's why there is this feeling of being emasculated when a woman has more of those things. But as I said, I don't want to make this a race thing. That has just been my experience. Mm-hmm. And that's why oftentimes women are told, certainly I have been told, you know, I have my own house, I have my own car. You know, you don't need to say all of these things when you meet the person. I'm like, really? You know, I have to kind of reduce my, what I, or you don't have to tell them you about what you do for work. You don't have to tell them the title. Just say you work in marketing. Don't give them the job title. It will scare them. You know, those kind of things you hear. And you're like, okay, then that's just not where I want to be.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and you—you might—you are right. Actually, it' been a cultural thing. All the times I've been kind of told to fold myself into a smaller space has always been, sadly, by my Nigerian aunties, saying, "Oh, you cannot do this. You should not do that. You can't go on so many holidays because you'd, you'd. If a guy cannot afford it, then he might think he cannot afford your lifestyle, and la la la. And those sort of things are just so annoying and I guess in my daily life okay I don't have any of those aunties in my life anymore actually I think that's how I've challenged I've just cancelled all of them and moved on and moved on
3: yeah I remember someone said and this wasn't even an older person this was like a guy who is just a friend he's um, Nigerian he said you he said to me and my friend you guys go on holidays too much and you should Try not to because you need to leave something for your husband or a man when you meet him. And I'm like, I'm gonna go on as many holidays as I want because I don't know if I'm gonna meet anyone and then I'll be 100 years old or whatever. And then I wouldn't have gone on, I wouldn't have gone to St. Lucia or Maldives just because I'm waiting for some guy to take me there. Uh, 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 No
2: thanks, Mm -hmm. Mm
4: -hmm. Mm -hmm. exactly.
2: Yeah, and for me, is to add to that, um, Crystal, is yes, I'm going on holiday, but guess what? I'm not staying at the Shangri-La. So if I end up with somebody, I'd like him to upgrade me to Shangri-La.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, I
5: guess it's kind of um interesting. Um, so I, I and I that it's actually quite cultural. I hadn't thought of it that way. I thought of it in the case of I, I always felt that even women who live in the UK who are extremely successful. Wouldn't they also have issues with men who weren't as successful? But I totally get what you mean by, I guess here, your self-worth is not part of your identity.
4: Identity. Um, yeah.
5: Yeah. yeah. And that makes a lot of sense to me. And I love how you put that, Ruby. Really. You
4: yeah. know how they say London is a leveler. It <laughs> is.
5: Cause then, no matter how rich you are, you're getting on that tube.
4: Oh, <laughs> exactly.
2: So, guys, we've been talking about like misconceptions that deal with, um, that relate to single women. We're not going to leave married women out of this. I imagine there's an extra level of scrutiny on married women where they're suddenly expected to go from a single woman or a single person to Mrs. somebody, a wife, a mother, and she, or well, this married person, will now be dealing with. Um, some sort of danger of her personal identity getting eroded and there's a barrage of unrealistic expectations on her and a few things I found that married women face is I'm like oh just before you get married or when you're preparing yourself for marriage is oh the best present you can give your husband is your virginity. (laughs) Puke.
0: Depends on how,
2: (laughs)
3: depends on how old you are there. (laughs) If you're, if you're 17,
2: maybe. I guess, but well, I guess, okay, no. So this is, I guess, from my own perspective and my own point of view is, I guess, personally, maybe I don't think virginity is a present and in 2020, I don't think, well, I guess it depends on your religious affiliation or your religious level. And this idea that only the purest girl to get the best husbands, which we know is not true. Women are shamed for having needs and being sexual. Then there's also the idea of once you get married, you must have children immediately. You must want children. You're not a complete woman if you don't want or if you don't have children. And those sort of things are just like, seriously, it's hard enough being somebody's wife. Then all of a sudden you're like, you have to be somebody's mother right there and then. And if you express um, the kind of thoughts of not wanting children, then there's something wrong with you. Then even if you have children, then you have the stuff of, oh, you're not a real mother if you had a cesarean section over vaginal delivery. And there's so many things where you must have seen it on Instagram. That's an Instagram post I saw recently where a woman Somebody had a baby and the conversation below was, oh, did she have a natural birth or um, a CS? And when it was a CS, they're like, yeah, sorry. Or the idea of you can't even have, you can't even love children if you don't have your own, which I think Mm -hmm. is just completely bonkers. So I guess... I mean, you guys—you've heard of all of all these outdated theories, and all. What are your thoughts? Um, you yeah. know, so on um,
3: on women um, having C sections and that. Even women who take painkillers are like, "Why are you taking painkillers?" And it's just like, "Why, if there's a way for me to have a child that is less painful, why would I go through?" the painful i don't know is there a badge of honor that you wear for having your child um having your child the is there a right way to give birth to a child it's just it's just weird to me i don't know and people wear it like a badge of honor oh yeah i I had a. After our birth with no painkillers. Yeah. Oh, she had a C-section. Nothing. It's nothing. But having a C-section, you're still in pain. And it's it's just weird. It's just weird. I mean, I think so. So
5: basically, we're getting hit from both fronts. One, we need to be pure as the driven snow and butter wouldn't melt in our mouth and we've never had sex. And two, when we do um um actually sort of remain pure and do all that is right we still get punished that we didn't suffer enough so basically this is all about women towing the line and being punished that's what it sounds like to me and and they and to me it should be outdated all the ideas should be put in the bonfire burnt yeah, because really yeah. we're living in a modern world and anybody that comes out with those kind of things need to re-examine their own insecurities or whatever issue that's making them spout such nonsense
2: yeah but you find a lot of these stereotypes or misconceptions are seemingly perpetuated, perpetrated by other by women women yeah why and it feels like why are we our own worst enemies for instance the just as um crystal mentioned the idea of having painkillers when you had a baby or not as in at the end of the day it shouldn't matter if you had painkillers or if you had a natural birth you have a baby and your baby is healthy you're healthy end of story yeah
4: you know even before we even talk about the the baby you know this the point you made about you know you have to want to have a baby that I feel like is one of the bigger like on topics that we, we, you know, you're not allowed to say you don't want to have a baby, you know, even when your parents want to pray for you, you know, they talk about, you know, you will have triplets, you will have twins.
0: The idea (laughs) that you
4: might not even want to have a child is kind of like a taboo. You cannot say that because how dare you not want to have children. What is wrong with you that you don't want to have kids and what is your purpose as a woman? And I find that comes not only just from the older generation, but even our peers, will yeah. say it, you know, they will say, but why wouldn't you want to? Of course you want to. What do you mean? You just mm-hmm. wait, you will change your mind. There's very this, there's this yeah. dismissive patronizing yeah. thing that comes when you are single and then you're married friends you with, know, Oh, don't worry. When you have, you will understand you will realize like I'm a stupid <laughs> person and I don't know how yeah. I feel about this yeah. after yeah. all this time. Yeah. That really gets my, that really bothers me uh, yeah. a lot. And I think it puts unnecessary pressure on women who may not want to be parents to go and have children just because they, they are yeah. told that they have to. Yeah.
2: I'll put my hand up actually. I think I was maybe 25, I just there working. So I sat next to this amazing Costa Rican lady and she just got married. She was, I think, 40 or 41. And she got married that week. And I was like, Oh, now you're gonna have a baby. And she was like, Oh no, Rashida, I'm not having kids. And my mind, my little mind was blown. And I was like, why don't you want kids? Kids are amazing. You have to have kids. You have to have kids. And she's like, no, her and her husband did not want kids. And to be honest, for the first, for a long time, I just couldn't understand it. And like a silly fish that I was, I kept on asking her. It was years after we became closer friends. Then I had to apologize to her. I'm like, I'm sorry in my mind at the time was all i just knew was women just meet a man you love get married and you must have kids yeah never crossed my fish mind at the time that women did not want to have kids or was an active choice in my mind women that did not have kids didn't do so because they couldn't not because they just chose not to And I guess that's where all
5: these stereotypes come from. If you don't have kids, you must, you know, maybe you're barren or you can't have kids. Why don't you want to have kids? I mean, it seems to be, you're you're right. Maybe it is women perpetuating these kind of things. And why do we do it? Because you're hurting somebody else. It's somebody else's life choices that you're making judgments on. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: I think it should involve a lot of unlearning because I had to unlearn that thing of women must have kids. And I guess, I don't think a man will be asking, oh, did you take painkillers during childbirth? No man would ask that. I think it's women. So I think we have a duty as women to unlearn all of these myths and misconceptions and just smash them. And and cultural beliefs in a way too. How do you tell your mom to stop asking um, if you're going to have kids or if you want kids? You don't. (laughs) You just leave the mamas alone. (laughs) Yeah, they don't we get love it. love them anyway. <laughs> they,
3: they don't get it and they'll, they'll never get it. get it. Yeah. We also need to listen to other people. So there's, a, there's certain people who will meet someone and the person says, I don't, I don't want to have children. A man or a woman, I've heard um, of a story where a guy said to a girl, I don't want to have children. And she married him and they had one kid and he was like, fine, I don't want to have children. And then they had a second child, and he walked out, and it was like I mean, there are other things there, like if you don't want to have children, you might want to go and uh, snip, get snip, yourself. Snip, snip, snip. might want to go and get the snip, but yeah. at the same time, you have to respect people's opinions on what they want and what they don't want,, yeah. especially if they vocalized it, yeah,
2: Absolutely.
3: listen, listen to what
2: people say. I think that's so hard because most of us were deeply entrenched in our beliefs and thoughts and we just think our way is the right way and the only way I feel like it's a hard thing for me to unlearn certain things things I've just thought as normal you have to force yourself out of your comfort zone to actually learn and grow and be a different
3: But don't go and marry someone who says they don't want kids when you know well, you he want might kids.
2: change, he doesn't know that he might. You, you, can't, you can't
3: assume that he's going to change, <laughs> he might change and he might not me. love
2: me. If what he's is... told
4: you something, yeah. believe that to be the case. Believe it's part it, of yeah. the problem women have, we will change him later on. Yeah, Why? you don't his want to be changed, you want to change the guy.
2: Yeah, his mouth is saying something, but I know his <laughs> heart because oh my god. You will be shocked. <laughs> <laughs> he oh god, no means no, no means no. <laughs> no, I hear you, but I feel like you guys don't even understand. He loves me. I know he says he doesn't want to get married, but after we date for two years, he's <laughs> gonna realize he cannot lose okay. Amazing okay. That's just I will leave
4: you with that thought. <laughs> I think you got that from Emil Zampoon's novel. novel. I think that's where you got it from. I no, think you got it from I the Mills and Boons. I
2: think he will change, actually, because I married him as a virgin. I presented <laughs> my virginity as a present on our wedding night. Okay, I told her, okay. And
5: like like all Mills and Boons novels, by the way,
2: <laughs> like every single Mills and Boons. No, I, I I I still think he'll change. No, actually, okay. women. I guess oh. we all, we all have to learn. That's what people say. Uh, people have different opinions, and people always show you who they are, but it's left for you to listen to them. For?
0: Oh, <laughs> rapid fire! Rapid fire! Rapid Ooh.
2: fire! Rapid ah, well, All right, well, pause on that thought and we we'll <laughs> go into our rapid fire <laughs> section. So, before I ask you the question. I'm gonna read something I saw online. So someone called Sarah Eccle wrote in, a, in 2014, and I'll read exactly what she wrote. The single life isn't a prison sentence, nor is it a cocktail party. It's simply a life, a life with responsibilities, rewards, good days and bad days, successes and failures. You gain strength when you learn to listen to your own voice and live your life on your own terms. There's so much out there that tells single women that there's something wrong with them, but there's so much right with single women today. So a single, amazing, successful, wonderful, positive, and Mm -hmm. all the positive adjectives, women. Yeah. Just as Sarah said, there's so many things that they're telling us that is wrong with us. So I'm going to go in this order. Ruby, Keisha, Crystal. What misconceptions about your life are you constantly debunking? What are the things people are telling you that are wrong with you? But you're like, you know what, actually, my life is amazing.
4: Well, for me, it's it's the fact that at my age I'm single and I I am happy. You know, the idea that because whenever somebody says, So what are you doing? I'm like, Oh, I'm doing da-da-da-da-oh, by yourself, yeah. And then you get this look of hey, yeah, oh, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, I'm actually quite happy. Thank you very Mm -hmm. much. There's nothing wrong with my life. It's very complete. If you want to pray for something, pray for yourself. You know, that is the one, (laughs) it's a very ironic thing. You know, you just like, just because I'm single does not mean I am miserable. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Keisha?
5: Um, For me, it always goes back to the point that, um, you know, like mothers and people around you um, just want you to get married because they think that being alone is just, it's just not acceptable. Um, And to me, I I try not to think about it, but to me, they're literally negating my life and telling me that I am not enough. Um, And, you know, when I go down that road, it can become quite hurtful. So I think what, they should be focusing on is making sure that I am happy and I am doing stuff that makes me happy. And I think uh, trying to debunk that, I I find it so difficult because I'm just constantly just battling against the, you know, no, I'm fine. And I don't think I can debunk it. I think it's just one of those things that
2: I've had to
5: live with. Yeah, Mm. I've had to live with.
3: It is what it is.
5: Yeah.
2: Crystal, over to you. Um, yeah.
3: Um, can I can I do two? Is that okay? Well being... let me think about it. Yes, you can. <laughs> so <laughs> the first one is obviously the single thing. Um, I'm single, I'm not dating at all right now, and I have never been happier and I have never had as much peace of mind as I do right now. Yeah. And really? the misconception.
2: Asking somebody, why have you been? Why have you not called me? What are you doing? I don't
3: care. I'm so. <laughs> I'm so. The, <laughs> um, no, I don't. I don't miss that. I don't miss the butterflies of the ups and downs of relate. I'm just happy. I'm so happy. And yeah, like that misconception that you you being married or being in a relationship makes you happier. Yeah, I debunk that. It's a big lie. Like you can be single and happy. And yeah, I know that in the future I might meet someone, but that person must match this exact happiness for it to work. And but, then the second, and then the second one is that um, if you don't have children, you don't know what it's like to be a mother, or you can't mm. love children. I have nieces. I have. I have I have so many children in my life and I love them and I would literally kill for them. And I think that that's the exact same way I would feel about my own children. So I call them my heart babies because I, I, I think I must have read this somewhere. Babies do not have to come out um, from your body to be your own. You can have yeah. your heart babies and you can love them exactly the same. So I hate when people say, if you've never had children, you don't know what it feels like. I hate that. So that's a misconception that I'm debunking as well. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's me. And
2: you, Rashida? Well, I guess for me, it kind of resonates with what Ribi and Keisha have said, is that idea of you're a single woman, therefore you're miserable. And every time I have to prove and prove over and over again that I'm actually not miserable. I'm having a good time. I'm going on holiday. I've got friends and all of those things. You have to keep talking about it i'm fine really i am fine and as Ruby said when they say you're single they're like oh i'm sorry about that you will meet somebody oh the lockdown must be so hard on just you imagine if you had a partner and i'm like yeah maybe my life would be my life will be completely different if i had a partner to spend lockdown with but it doesn't mean i'm living a miserable or terrible life i'm actually living a good and okay life so you yes. have that constant proving and reproving to everyone that you're okay. And God forbid me put up a sl- less than happy WhatsApp status or Instagram post. You get a barrage of calls and texts from everyone "Oh God, oh, so you're going to because meet somebody. In 2020 you're going to marry and have children." And Amen. Amen. So those are those things that I, you have to keep proving over and over and over, and over again. But anyway, um,
3: Rashida, one good thing that um, having a partner for lockdown would be good for is you'd have lots of sex because there's nothing else to do. <gasps>
2: <laughs> and if you're lucky, your partner cooks and cleans, so you don't have to do any of the chores. <laughs> That's I'm the guessing swings
5: and roundabouts, eh? There's a the, the cloud in every... Uh, um, there's a the silver lining in every cloud.
4: I it. that's what I think I'd need a partner for just Well, continue. can I just say, if it's about food, there's, you can all that take away. Yeah, if it's about cleaning, on. you can still get a cleaner to come to your house. So it's only... The, and, and and as you guys keep telling me... cost
2: me extra money, as in...
4: <laughs> this is like... There, there are many things. Even, even relationships. There are things that you, there costs that you pay. They may not be financial. It's like
2: birthdays mm. and Christmas. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I guess that wraps up this episode. It was amazing chatting with you, ladies, today. Yes, Thank yes. you. Thank you all for listening, and see you next time. Bye, oh, don't Forget. Don't forget to rate us on Apple Pod on Apple Podcast, please.
3: That helps us get noticed just a little bit more. Thank you and
2: see you next time. Next time. Yeah, what, what she said.
1: <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Talking Single podcast. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. To continue the conversation, be sure to follow us on Instagram with the handle at Single Talks Podcast. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter with the handle Talking Single. We are downloadable on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. Don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review, and of course, share with your family and friends. We'd also love to hear from you, so leave us your comments or questions, and do remember to tag us on any posts with the hashtag SingleTalks. Take care and see you next week. Same time, same place.
0: Amazon is hiring near you looking for team members who know that their work is important and that every package matters. Find a job that fits your life with competitive wages, reliable hours, and benefits. Let's work together, from boxing it up to sending it on its way. Every step offers a different role and schedule. So, are you ready to work together in your community? Visit Amazon.com apply to see what's available. That's Amazon.com apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Amazon is hiring near you, looking for team members who know that their work is important and that every package matters. Find a job that fits your life with competitive wages, reliable hours, and benefits. Let's work together from boxing it up to sending it on its way. Every step offers a different role and schedule. So are you ready to work together in your community? Visit amazon.com apply to see what's available. That's amazon.com apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.